Hello and welcome to KCSB News. I'm Sandy Ganesh and today we have with us the new District Attorney of Santa Barbara County. Could you please state your name and how you'd like to be identified? Uh, John Savernock. Uh, you can certainly refer to me as John. I'm a lot more comfortable with that. Thank you for agreeing to this interview. Um, would you introduce yourself to our listeners? Like, tell us a little bit about yourself, your time in Santa Barbara. What made you cho choose this career? Yeah, I... Um... So I was uh, born and raised in Wisconsin. I uh, did my undergrad and my MBA at Marquette University in Milwaukee. Uh, and then I went to law school at the University of Wisconsin. Um, a very short stint in civil law, maybe a little less than two years. I had met a bunch of people that had left the firm I was working for that had left for the DA's office. I got to know them as friends and then got to know their work. And that's when the realization hit me that I had this very unsatisfied desire to do public service. Uh, it, it's been more than a career, it's been a life. Uh, I, I love working for an office that is the voice of the victim in this system. Uh, You've also spoken a lot about wanting to prevent repeat offender crimes. How do you plan on doing so? We recently, um, in conjunction with now Assemblyman Hart, we had opened up a restorative justice program for misdemeanors in Goleta. Uh, it's based on a model that they had success with in Yolo County. A restorative model is basically where in, instead of filing a charge, you bring somebody in, they make restitution, they acknowledge what they did was wrong, but then you also have them meet with members of the community who give them corrective steps in an attempt to make them feel, not only see what they did was wrong, but make them feel part of the community. And we are now going to expand that program into Santa Maria and Lompoc. I'm hoping to have that countywide to take a lower level offenders before a record gets bad, before the criminality actually becomes either a way of life or before the crime becomes so serious that it, it demands a punitive approach. The advantage is they come out of a, a participant would come out of that with no criminal record. We would not file a case if they so you wouldn't even have a filing on your record, which then has positive implications for somebody who might be applying for a job, might be applying to get into a college, might be seeking to get into the military. Mm -hmm. But like, why do you think that the current criminal justice system leads to recidivism? Like, why do we need alternate programs? I, I don't know that the criminal justice system leads to recidivism. I, I think it's it's a lot deeper than that. I don't think it's being punished for something necessarily causes recidivism. The question is, can we have more of an impact on certain offenders who recidivate by providing them by providing services. There may be greater societal issues. Um, I, I would I, I would just argue that probably poverty or financial disadvantage is a great driver towards uh, criminality and recidivism. And that could have to do with uh, equal or unequal access to uh, safe housing, to education, 
to employment, uh, things outside the realm of the criminal justice system may very well be the drivers for participation in the criminal justice system. The question is, once somebody enters my system, what can we do at the lower levels? And let me ask you about one particular crime that has a community apprehensive. It's the Stearns Wharf shooting last December. Maybe you can not comment a lot on this case because it is still active. Um, for context, um, a 52-year-old Camarillo man who law enforcement described as an innocent bystander died of his wounds. Um, three local men in their 20s were arrested. And it looks like the gunfire between them might have been related to gang activity. What is the situation with criminal gangs here on the south coast of Santa Barbara? Well, as far as that case goes, you you hit the nail on the head. You know, not only would it be you know bad form to comment on a pending case because you don't you would not want to do anything that would influence a jury pool prior to the facts of the case being given to the jury, but uh, the California Rules of Professional Conduct for Attorneys actually prohibit it. So I actually am very limited in talking about case. Uh, uh, we have filed gang enhancements in that case. So the fact that there is an allegation that there was a gang involved is just something that is on the complaint, uh, which is in fact public record and has been distributed to the media. Beyond that, uh, yeah, I really can't talk about the case, but we do, from my, my perspective, is I am the district attorney of Santa Barbara County. So, you know, Summerland up to Guadalupe and whereas various areas of the county may have different gangs or different levels of gang violence, what and not commenting about any specific crime, but in general, we feel that there are active gangs throughout uh throughout the majority of municipalities, if not all of the actual municipalities in Santa Barbara. So, but particularly the larger municipalities, Santa Barbara County, we feel that there are active criminal street gangs who are uh, who are committing crimes. So, but it's it, it difficult for me to go too much further with that lead in because I, I really cannot talk at all about the Stearns Wharf case, so. Yeah. But like even in general, because we know that your predecessor, Miss Dudley's office had 106 open gang cases in 2020 and 95 in 2022. This this is a significant proportion. Gang related crimes are a particular problem of the Santa Barbara County. Is there a general approach you guys have? The general approach is do what we can. If we can intercede at any point in time, and I know certainly uh, there are a number of programs in the juvenile justice system uh, hopefully with misdemeanor diversion and felony diversion that we will catch people before a serious offense is committed. Um, but also we remain active in attempting to do what we can to reduce truancy because the best crime prevention technique anybody possesses is to keep people in school. Uh, people that receive an education that go all the way through high school that go on to post high school education uh, generally have a significantly 
lower rate of involvement in the criminal justice system. So, um, but we will continue to work with local law enforcement on identifying gangs. And so just young, productive, intelligent, uh, vibrant, hardworking lives are being lost to this problem because oftentimes the gangs don't really care about anything other than the gang and not the individual. And it's, it's a shame to see uh, to see not only the victims of gang crime, but the 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 people that commit the gang crimes and the the horrible impact it has on their lives. Well, thank you so much for speaking with KCSB News, John. And listeners, thank you so much for joining us. This is Sandy Ganesh, and I hope you have a great day.